are listening to Pharmacy IT and Me, your informatics pharmacist podcast. Hi everyone, this is Tony Dow and welcome to another episode of Pharmacy IT and Me, Last Week in Health IT. I want to apologize, it's been a very long time since I've done an episode. Uh, it's been quite a while since I've been really, really busy with just life and work and many things in between. So uh, today I'm just going to jump back in. We're going to be doing an episode about last week's uh, healthcare IT news. So again, a lot of these uh, headlines are from healthcareitnews.com. So let's just get right into it. So the first thing I want to talk about is that the CMS, they're seeking to expand telehealth and mental health access. So basically, the CMS, Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services in the U.S., are proposing to lift restrictions on telehealth access in the home for treatment of mental health disorders, also to expand rural access to mental health services through interactive uh, telecommunications. So what they're proposing is that they're going to be uh, implementing a recently enacted legislation that removes some of the statutory restrictions to allow you know patients anywhere, just any geographic location in their homes to access to telehealth services for everything from diagnosis to evaluation to treatment of mental health disorders. So what I think is probably the most unique thing that I've seen with this is that they're actually expanding the access to also be able to have Medicare pay for mental health visits, um, even through rural like FQHC clinics that uh, are given through telehealth in addition to in-person. So, you know, COVID has caused us to go to telehealth and really accelerated the adoption of telehealth. So now it's it's kind of cool to see that CMS is starting to um, make those changes like more permanent by allowing you to, to uh, get paid for it if you're going to provide those services. Next thing I want to talk about is Meditech. So Meditech is actually naming its new CEO as Michelle Connor. So if you don't know, Meditech is one of the vendors that provides one of the EHRs out there, one of the ones that actually have a big market share. So you know there's Cerner, there's Epic, there's Oscripts, there's Meditech. So uh, now Meditech has a new CEO, and uh, O'Connor has actually worked at uh, Meditech for many roles. And, you know, she's actually been there for three decades. So it's really cool to see that she's actually moving up through the board and through the leadership to become the new CEO. And I mean, just prior to this, she was the chief operating officer. So it sounds like it's just a natural um, promotion. And in relation, you know, Cerner is also searching for a new CEO recently. So uh, NextGen also has similar plans. So there's been a lot of movement lately with the C-suite and all of these uh, EHR vendors. All right. The next thing I want to talk about is Teladoc and Microsoft are teaming up on integrated virtual care. So Teladoc's pretty big. And of course, Microsoft is as well. So they're teaming up to have Microsoft Teams be the environment where Teladoc can actually have some uh, care delivery. So Teladoc has a a platform called Solo, so Teladoc Solo, and it's going to be offered through the Microsoft Teams environment. So it's going to be trying to streamline telehealth technology and administrative processes. What this does is it allows, you know, providers who work for a hospital or health organization that also provides uh, telehealth services to kind of switch between, you know, business stuff as they're working every day through Microsoft Teams and then going to telehealth services within Microsoft Teams as well. So it's going to allow them to do seamless transition between the two and pretty much just make it more efficient for, you know, their daily workflow, which you really need to have efficient workflow to kind of navigate through different systems, right? So it's pretty nice because now they can stay within the Teams environment while still being able to do the EHR stuff through Teladoc. All right, the next thing I want to talk about, let's move to Australia. Australia permits longer telephone consults in COVID-19 hotspots. So in the areas that have a lot more COVID-19, they are uh, having two new launched uh, telephone consult services 
so that it's going to be able to uh, kind of accommodate for the larger uh, number of people being affected. Now, what they found was, you know, patients really prefer to have the telephone services to kind of help ensure that people without skills of like using video uh, technology or video software or having fast internet or not, um, it allows those patients to still get their care without having to think about, do I have a good enough internet connection? Do I have to download this uh, video conferencing thing? Do I have to, you know, create an account for this? Like it's going to bypass all of that. Just give them uh, a better access to the care. And, you know, while we're talking about Australia, they've also been able to have over 12 million e-prescriptions been issued in Australia. So as of late, more than 22,000 prescribers in the country are handing out e-prescriptions to patients. This is significant. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember the episode I had with uh, Daniel Trakoff, the informatics pharmacist in Australia. But uh, e-prescribe is one of those things in Australia that's a little bit not as ahead as, you know, in the U.S. They're not mandating that clinicians have to issue it, but it's really surprising and uh, in a good way that over 12 million have been issued. And it just goes to show there is a demand to have e-prescription be used for, you know, both the ease of the provider and the ease of pharmacists and the ease of the consumer on getting their medications ready and especially convenient because of the COVID-19 lockdown. All right, so I want to save the the largest announcement I, I thought happened this week uh, for the last one, which is Amazon Web Services, AWS. They are introducing what's called AWS for Health. So this kind of got announced at the same time that they talked about HIPAA eligible data management. So now they have AWS for Health, and this is not for everywhere yet. It's just in select regions, but basically the idea is that it would allow people to have easy accessibility to innovation, to be able to uh, use health data for more personalized approaches, for um, for care, and you know all the things that's related to data and health. So basically, the idea is that AWS for Health is going to accelerate digitalization and utilization of health data, and they are going to be offering a bunch of tools. Uh, it includes uh, clinical systems, analytics, uh, some form of AI or machine learning, and also things to improve the patient and clinician experience, as well as research, finance, operations, and just the basic core healthcare IT. All right, so that was a lot of the things I think I talked about for this week. Um, again, apologies for the episode not having dropped until now. I did take a quite a long break. I'm going to try to release episodes a little bit more consistently again, uh, at least one episode per week, whether it be an update, or an interview, or a throwback, but there will be something released. And yeah, uh, let me know what you guys want to hear. And again, if you want to check out more Healthcare IT News, uh, check out the website, healthcareitnews.com. All right, if you like our show, please share with your friends, or you can help us out by writing a review on Apple Podcasts or any of your other favorite podcasting services. You can also check us out on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn, and you can also reach out to me at Tony at PharmacyITMe.com. If you want to network, you can check out the Pharmacist Select group at PharmacistConnect.com, which is P-H-A-R-M-A-C-I-S-T-S-C-O-N-N-E-C-T.com. There's different topic channels, including informatics, and I've met some great colleagues on there, and I look forward to connecting with you as well. Thank you again for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of Pharmacy. CIT and me, and remember, technology is the tool, patient care is the goal.